until you saw Asteroid City. Yeah, it was fine. Okay, you didn't like literally dislike it. I I was literally on board with <laughs> Astro City the entire time. I'm like, it, it almost to the point where it almost looked like a parody of a Wes Anderson movie. Like it was so like, holy shit! Like if this wasn't Wes Anderson, then he he better be suing get sued. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so Wes Anderson. It's he, every time you see one of his movies, it's like. It can't get more Wes Anderson. <laughs> and then, he, and, and then, then it, it does. And then it does. <laughs> and it's it's but a big dude. it's a big delta if you go back and look at like Bottle Rocket. Like right, that is could, not yeah. That's not that at all. That's just a movie. No. Yeah, it is. But you'll get like a one of the overhead shots or the symmetrical framing. Like you'll get you'll get a little bit of that in Bottle Rocket. Then, like, Rushmore it really amped up. And I think, like, I don't know, just by the time you get to Tenenbaums and Live Aquatic, it's like, all right, here now we go. Is, now there's a thing. And then, but then now it's just like, holy shit, like, it's like not even, it's insane. Like, it looks like this was going to, like, this is like people in a stop motion world. Uh-huh. And I liked all of the actors in it. They're all very good. Uh-huh. Uh, I like all of the characters in it. Uh, I liked the design is amazing. Uh, the costume design and backgrounds and, and the way the characters are dressed all look like those like 50s, 60s colorized postcards. Like it, it's, it looks, it's amazing and everybody's okay. awesome and it's funny uh, there's one joke that doesn't land for me, but whatever. Uh, and it's just like, this is great. Okay. And then like 10 minutes left. Uh-huh. It just like literally falls apart. Oh, and yeah. the movie tells you, uh-oh, everything's falling apart. <laughs> and Whoops. it's like, and it's like, you're, you're, you're it's like an SNL <laughs> sketch that doesn't know how to end. And so everybody gets up and like runs around confused off stage. I, I don't, it literally, it literally felt like the last 10 minutes is like a student film trying to be deep and experimental and, and, uh, uh, artsy, uh-huh. and I'm like, this doesn't make sense with the rest of the movie, and it's, it doesn't it's, track. It's, it, doesn't. it really, because the thing is, it's a slow burn. It's like a slow paced movie, and you expect it to play out like Mars Attacks because a they have Indian Love Call in it, and b it's like star studded. Everybody's in this movie, and you're getting right. to know all these different storylines of these different characters from around this city. And you wait for this alien to show up, and then now what are their lives like once the alien shows up? But instead... But instead, just... none of it comes together. None of it... I just... It, I, I don't know, man. I can't... A movie... Like, you were you were literally, like, ten minutes away from me being like, that was great. Terrific. And then it Fumbled was just... it, at, like, at the goal line. 
even when you think it's going to be like, so there is an alien in the movie and the alien does show up and as goofy and bizarre as it is, I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. So that, that wasn't where he lost you. No. Cause that was sort of expected that you were. Like, yeah. Ramping up and to it was that. like, that's great, but they're just, I don't know. Huh. I, don't know. I gotta, I and gotta funny, see it. Cause... See it. I mean, see it. I don't yeah. think you see it on the big screen, but I mean, it's amazing to look at. It's amazing. Yeah. To look at. Um, and, uh, it's just like the pastel blues. Like I, I've been following, like I've been, I've been shooting film for the last like couple months. And so I like followed Kodak and Kodak's been like, Hey, this movie shot on Kodak. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And like, they've been excited about it. And at the beginning of the movie, when it has the title card, uh, Asteroid City, it said like, it has the Kodak logo. It's like filmed in Kodak. Like, it's like, it's like everything, every little detail is amazing. And just the last 10 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like literally what the fuck happened? Um, but uh, what's funny is I'm, I'm so at the beginning of the opening, it's written by Wes Anderson and Roman Coppola. Um, Roman Coppola has been doing Wes Anderson's second unit for years, and they've been doing some story stuff together. And this one was written by them. And Roman Coppola wrote and directed one of my favorite movies ever, which is CQ. And oh. watching this movie, I'm like, oh, I can tell that this has some sort of the, the same sort of wavelengths from CQ where there's a reality and there's a separate reality, like uh-huh. legitimately, like there's scenes in this that run throughout the film, which is a behind the scenes thing of this play they're putting on. And it's black and white. It's four by three. It's literally like CQ when okay. character Paul like has his like visions that he's being interviewed mm-hmm. by the foreign press. It's like it's set. literally, it's, it's like, Oh my God, this is CQ like structure wise, but where CQ like builds to something and has this sort of ending. Like, I don't know if it was real or not, but I kind of hope it is. Cause or whatever this movie's like, I don't know. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't know what we're doing. So we're just going to do this thing. And I'm like, okay. All right. Like, we have to, we have to make 10 more minutes just to make it long enough to sell to our distributors. So but the thing is, that's the thing is the movie's so long and it's such a slow burn that you're kind of expecting it to lead to a, like, I don't even know a specific point, but lead to a certain finish line. And it's not there. It doesn't, it doesn't it- go there. Is it like no. Bill Murray died on his way back to his home planet? Like, is it that kind of a weird, abrupt I don't, ending? I think Bill, Bill Murray's not in it at all, I don't believe. Or was he? He was the alien the whole time. Well, that's <laughs> what I thought, but the alien is credited, credited to somebody else. Ah. Uh, question mark? Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Classic. Oh, oh yeah, okay. he, shows, he shows up in the names in the, in the trailer, and I didn't see him in the trailer, so that's interesting. The trailer, I was okay, looking at just, it, and it... My phone went off the same time someone else's phone went off. Did, wait, did you hear the beep? Did not hear the beep. Okay, so it's coming through my Bluetooth. I just want to let you guys know that I'm down 56% from last week. Oh, shit, Whoa. how did that happen? I'm, a guess, I'm guessing Tears of the Kingdom? That's got to be it. But that's crazy. 56. Daily average an hour and 52 minutes. 
that seems low, especially compared to me. That seems really low. Yeah, I don't know what I've been doing this week. Did you do an update? Like, did it wipe data or something? I oh, I did. Like, yeah, I did an update. Yeah, I did. Maybe, update. maybe that's keep it. track of that. Should I would think so, but sometimes shit, shit just happens. I'm, I'm only know. down seven percent. I need to play more Tears of the Kingdom. That's that's my <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> that's yes. I, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, it's it's fine. I would yeah. say as soon as soon as I haven't seen Fridge Dispatch. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm behind. Like... Which one was that one? I don't even remember that. Which one was that one? That's like the uh, most yeah, recent one. Wilson's. Yeah. It's like three stories, I think, that are all told through this newspaper, the French Dispatch. You know? Like, I, the title sounds familiar. I have no recall on this. I saw yeah. Isle of Dogs and did well, not care for Isle of Dogs. It was fine. Yeah, I like that one. It was fine. Yeah. Oh, we represent uh, the I mean, Mr. Thing. Fox. Mr. Fox is like perfect. Love yes. it. Huge fan. And I was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, see Astro, you're going to see Astro City. I should probably watch French Dispatch. But see Astro City. It looks amazing. The performances are amazing. They're, they're, I remember when the trailer came out, it said it was rated PG 13 and had brief graphic nudity. And I'm like, well, that's weird. That's, that's how it should be. And, and there is brief graphic nudity. They're giving each um, other hand jobs. Um, each other hand jabs (laughs) behind your house funny like it's so but i mean it's a good it's it's like it's so good and then it just isn't but Mm. but it's like i don't know how long the movie is it's gotta be over two hours so you're getting like two hours of good stuff it just the last you know 10 minutes is when should i leave the theater so (laughs) i can end on a high note I mean, here's the thing. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know something. Like they say, something. there's one point in the movie, fuck, where they say the writer of the story has died. And then oh. for that point, it's is like, it like adaptation. But not. But that's the thing. It's not good like adaptation. It's, it doesn't express itself well enough. And it to doesn't. Like... It doesn't make sense because this play they're putting on would have taken place after the writer has died. So why put on the play if it's unfinished? It makes no. It. It. it watch it. Okay. Because again, ninety-eight percent of the movie is incredible to look at and incredible performances. Like there's so many people. Tilda Swinton is in it for a little bit. She's amazing. Uh, Steve Carell's in it for a little bit. He's great, right? It, like everybody's great. I don't know who Rupert Friend is, other than he was the the Inquisitor on Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, he's great. Like everybody's like we looked up these people. I'm like I don't know who that guy is. That guy was great. It literally looks like postcard '60s postcard the movie, <laughs> Atomic Age, <laughs> Atomic Age, Mars Attacks card the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. What the way is... you're describing the ending, it feels like that episode of Clerks, the animated series, where it's like the Korean animators lost the script, so they just came up with an ending. <laughs> yes. But that's a terrific ending because that's where Bear is driving. That's where, yeah. That's yeah. How could it be? <laughs> but this is like Wes Anderson's like, oh, there's this new kid who really knows how to, really knows his shit. He's in film school, and I'm going to give him the last, the last reel. It's weird. I don't like it. All right. 
All right. It's well, fun. thank you for prepping me and giving me low expectations. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Yes. Because we're starting a new series. Yes. Is, and I, I it, like, I keep every single episode we do, I'm like, the Darmalers are back. As if, like. As if we were gone. But we've been back. Yeah. <laughs> and we, 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 we did an episode last week. Right. But we're still, this <laughs> yes. is like but a bonus. I still feel like. I feel like this. We should inter- reintroduce ourselves in case people are just like, "Oh, Darmars are back doing a new show." This is yeah. probably their first episode because they didn't watch Sweet Tooth, right? Um, <laughs> in case someone's thinking that. Which, which, by the way, everybody watched Sweet Tooth. Just yeah, go it's around and watch show. it. It's, it's been terrific. Um, That's right. Well, speaking but... of which, my name's Ben. Terrific. I'm I'm a Darmalar. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, I, uh... that's what I go by. So last night I go on Disney Plus. Yes. And I fire up the old Disney Plus. Here we go. This and I put good. on I put on something that I do recommend highly as well. Which is? It's a movie called Gus. It's about a Phil Gicking kicking donkey. <laughs> watched it. I watched Gus. That's great. <laughs> is that like it who is that Tommy Kirk? Is that who no. the person is? It's either Tommy Kirk or Dean Jones, right? Like it has to be no. one or the other. I had to look up the who the guy was. I knew that the guy's brother played one of the Shazams in the seventies Shazam. So Gus is the talking or kick field kicking mule. This he does movie, not talk. He does not talk. This movie is so fucking stupid, and but it's that Disney weird, off putting, entertaining, like, like gimmicky, wacky, like. Really wacky. Um, and I'm like, this movie's fucking nuts. Like, you got there's a ton of people in it, you know. Uh, uh, Tom Bosley, Tim Conway, Don Knotts, uh, Ed Asner. Uh, (laughs) it's like it's like lousy with people. Um, Tim, Don, Ed, you know, all the classics. When when did the movie Gus come out, guys? I would assume late 60s, early 70s. 1976, the year before Star Wars. <laughs> oh, well, when you I should have guessed because you said Tim Conway and Don Knotts, and they were the Apple Dumpling Gang. So I would, so I should have put it together. Wow, dude, that it was like, like I'm. We're sitting there watching this, and I, I told Stevie, I'm like, fucking no wonder why Star Wars was so huge this movie is so fucking stupid this is what kids had to watch those were your options right you could go, that was like, yeah, yeah but these were like nothing. the movies back then she's like yeah right. but these were the movies back then and i said like, yes but like star wars now and star wars then have sort of been kind of the same like quick cuts action lasers uh <laughs> all that shit sure. and i'm all like that. i'm like george lucas Figured it out, like it, it puts it in perspective. Because I always, always said, like, oh, 1976 was Logan's run, right? And it's like it, like it fucking looks nothing like Star Wars. But Gus was your other option in 1976, <laughs> right? Those were the only two. So movies. you go to see, <laughs> you go to see, you go to see this other space movie. Like, holy shit, Star Wars is fucking nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a big delta. Um, I can say action. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I can recommend Gus. I can. There's some really funny stuff in it. There's a lot of people you like in it. Uh Um, Oh, Dick Van Patten's in it. Oh, he's good. 
you like him? Sure. Um, there's a Phil kicking mule. There's a, it's, it's <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, I gotta, I just gotta be honest. Like I, I'm, I was totally okay with Gus, like late Saturday night, ready to go to bed, get your body, put on something, something chill. And it's this, this guy from Yugoslavia and his Phil kicking mule that come to America and they, they literally have the line. There's nothing in the rules. <laughs> it was to, to, it, it's to their defense. That was probably the first time. Like it wasn't old then. Yes. They were probably the first ones saying it. They probably I, got sure reevaluated was... after. <laughs> well, I'm sure somebody did. Like, well, there's nothing in the rules that a sheepdog can't be a district attorney. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps, yeah. But there's something about this the, the wacky Disney live action movies, like the the sheepdog or anything with Tommy Kirk or, or Kurt Russell, where it's just almost like. I don't want to say mesmerizing, but it gives me such a good feedback that even if it's not even that great, I can just sit there and be in a, a really uh, relaxing zone watching the computer wear tennis it's like shoes. The, it's like the audio quality and like the the music. That's like definitely part of it. So, yeah. Like it's all it's like all a very flat and bright. Yeah. Yeah. Does uh, that no, make sense? There's no real danger. The, the, all the danger I know was going to be okay. It, it's yeah. it's just very uh, hypnotic. Yeah. I highly recommend Gus if you get a chance. It's an hour uh, and a half. When the when credits are the credits are like ten minutes long. Wow! <laughs> because there's, they, they kept, because the, the mules kept dying. It was all the replacement mules they were crediting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when when I asked the question about if Gus talked, and I was like, no, that's Francis the talking mule. I had a brainstorm. What if they did a remake of See No Evil, Hear No Evil, but it's Francis the Talking Mule and Gus the Field Goal Kicking Mule. <laughs> and Francis can talk and get in things, but he can't fight. But he can't but, kick. <laughs> but Gus can, but he oh, can't talk. So together but... they team up and, I don't know, save speak, the orphanage or whatever. Speak no evil, kick no evil? Sure. Oh, man. Green light it. Send it off. Like, okay, stop recording. So don't, I'm don't sorry, air I'm sorry. this part. We support the WGA. We can't we can't do anything. Oh, right now. that's like a just point. casual that's conversation. Right. We didn't write uh, this. <laughs> uh for those of you who can't see, which would be everybody else except for the three of us, Ralph, you're wearing a knit cap today. Yeah. Was that in honor of Secret Invasion? Yes. Oh, yeah. Was that I'm on purpose? my yellow cap? No. No, it was kind of cold in my room. Okay, I got I got I, enough. Now that I shut the window. I regret the the beanie. I, I got enough into Secret Invasion to realize there's something about the knit caps. The knit caps mean something. Oh uh, really? No. Well, that's why I'm figuring. Do. Well, and then the Nick Fury is now appearing in Disney California Adventure, and he's wearing a knit cap, but he oh, wasn't yeah. in this episode, so I don't know. It's like when you're a scroll, do you wear a knit cap to like hide the plug in the hide back your of your head ears. or some shit like that? Yeah. No, I think ben they, they... doesn't wear one. Amelia Clark doesn't wear one. They've got to be sister. better. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're better at shapeshifting than all that. I don't but know. I... I feel like the knit cap, like there's way too many knit caps per capita in this series for it not to mean something. Hmm. We'll have to see. I think it might be part of it is that they're in Moscow. But we'll have to see if, uh, if that progresses. <laughs> but is New Scrollton yeah. also in Moscow? 
New Scrolton is uh, it's in uh, like an abandoned nuclear plant. Oh, they, okay. They so they did set that. that up. Yeah. I didn't make the connection between with the that gate that doesn't the... latch. <laughs> really did you notice that gate that she came through? It was like it was like a good like five inches apart from when they closed it. Like there's a gap, and there was nothing that a typical no Saudi Soviet workmanship. You know, they, <laughs> like I'm sure it was like, like, you get like a a third grader just slip underneath there, like you used to when you sneak in places. You used to do that, like when you were tiny. And slide third into grader? places like slide. Oh, oh well, yeah, I like was... when you were in third grade, like you would oh, like okay. slide in like between bars and a fence or sure, yeah, a yeah. gate uh-huh. or. Did... I think just that, do that. Just... the the fence is probably fine because she stopped the uh, the young supplicant, you know, a whole car ride away from the fence, right? Or at least they had That's... guards there. Can, yeah, there's guards there. What the, what's a, is this? Is this? You didn't say succulent. A supplement? Suppla? What you supplicant. say? Supplicant. Supplicant, like he was. Is that in universe or is that a general term? That's just a general term that I was thinking of because the the way this guy presented is he like he appeared at the the border, they took him in, and they did like a like almost an uh, an initiation, like what is your name, warrior? What is your dream? Uh, um, a new place yeah. for the scrolls to hang out in and their skin. How we're we gonna do it by by kicking ass? I don't remember the. I'm not being indoctrinated, so I don't have to remember the initiation. No, no, no. But I'm also I'm, this word is is new to me, and I don't know what it means. Is oh, it supplicant. Mean... Um, someone um, that's seeking. Uh... Oh, supplicant. Boy, oh, it looks time. like you don't know what the word means either. I can use the it. Tables have turned. <laughs> I'm not the best at Person defining. Looking for GMC. <laughs> no, that's that's supplement. That's very similar. Oh. Uh. I'll look it up. I'll you're you're not supposed to water him. That's the what act, I understand. You're just, yes. The, a supplication is the action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. Oh, So okay. a, su- a supplicant would be like someone that comes to, to you like in, in humble posture asking or begging for something. Well, that was our first installment of Ben's Word Power. <laughs> weekly thing where he'll it's a new feature. Acquaint us with a new, yeah, that's great. Well, that's right. Thank you. It's the more you word. Sure. That's my, that's my catchphrase. The more you word. So, uh, <laughs> I was not too Me impressed either. by this episode. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, it's the, it's the, it's the Marvel thing where you're like, okay, when's the last time that I, that I saw these people? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I'm glad they said Captain Marvel because I'm like, okay, yeah, that's right. These people were in Captain Marvel. Right. And, and they, then I want to say there was a post credit sequence in some movie, who even knows, right. where Nick Fury was on a scroll ship. Was that WandaVision? Re- oh. WandaVision, we saw the scrolls in a movie theater or something like that. And uh, Yeah, we, there was some post credit scene where we found out that when, like, uh, that Nick Fury died. <laughs> But it turned out that the Nick Fury that we thought was Nick Fury was a scroll covering for him while he was out in space. Or what something the fuck like movie that. was that? I don't know. That's the problem. Marvel? That's the problem with Marvel lately. No, it's not Captain Marvel. You have to have like a, a a program. Like you need a you need to do your homework. Like this. So, this yeah, I don't like that. This series really like asked for a lot. I and I, I but if. You, I thought back on it because I knew I was going to make that point, and there definitely was some stuff that they went over to give us. They definitely did give us something. It just didn't feel like it was enough. 
So I all I re- this is a fuzzy memory, but I remember it, watching Far From Home, and Nick Fury shows up and like drops some sort of thing like. I mean, it's not so on the nose, like I don't feel like myself or something like that, but like that there has been a disconnect between his past and his present. And I feel like somebody in our friend group was like, oh, we'll have to see about that. So is that like a comic book? Is that something that's established in a comic <laughs> book about Nick Fury doing? I did not know he died. I, I feel terrible. I didn't send flowers or anything. I thought for sure that that's what the deal was because he has like a grave. He definitely has a grave. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Which movie? Somebody should have done research before we started doing this. It's called but R. You R. Would think that you th- Well, even when we watched Sweet Tooth, they gave us a previously on Sweet Tooth. Yes. And then if you watch the show Peacemaker, it yes. says previously on the Suicide Squad. It gives you everything you need to know. Like there wasn't any of that. And so I'm like, ah, oh, I guess the show will let me remind me where I was. And it didn't okay. enough. It did some, but it didn't enough. And I love that about Peacemaker because I don't know if that's ever happened in the history of television. Is that the previous one was a oh, movie? It has. It has since. It has oh. since because there's like a good ten minute previously on Star Wars uh, for the Obi Wan series. Ah, okay. Well, they so now oh, there's yeah. a precedent. But but yes. Yeah, so but still like. I'm sure you can do like a minute or two of like, hey, remember when this happened? Right. It's not like they don't own the rights. I well, all of that. Well, me not understanding was also exacerbated by the fact that I could not see jack shit. This was the same thing that happened during the last man. Uh, The it's shot very darkly and. I don't care how much I close my blinds or anything like that. It's all glare. And I had to grab my iPhone because I was like, that sounds like Olivia Coleman. Is she in this show? She oh. was on, <laughs> whoever it was, was on screen and I and could to look barely see them. Oh, so then it's like, that's might be you. I didn't have any problems seeing it. We talked about this during Why the Last Man. It's on both of my TVs. My downstairs one is Dolby Vision, auto calibrated, whatever. But even my one that I have set manually, I can't, part of it is my apartment, but also, Shit is dark. Shit is shot. Shit dark is dark for now. sure. But like I, I, I did not have that extreme of a problem with it because when we saw Olivia Coleman, she was indoors. She was, um, oh god, it was so. There's a, an element of the show where we have to understand that all the people that are in the spy craft have been at it for a while, uh, spy train, right. and are good at it. Like Mar- Maria Hill, Nick Fury, um, Pam from Look Around You, um, yes, Ford Prefect's friend. What's his name? Marge Freeman. Yes, him. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. Well, uh, but the, but so we have to Save understand Bilbo. that they're all really good at it. But in order for the show to oh, have yeah. conflict, they get like duped all the time. They keep not being good at it. So we start with Nick Fury purposely getting himself kidnapped, apparently by MI six, just so he could plant a bug in Olivia Coleman's office, and she just lets it. Like she's supposed to be so good at it, but here we are. They're both falling for bad old tricks it's just kind of weird to me unless she's a scroll and she well, doesn't yeah, know about those tricks there's definitely a mission impossible I'm element not, here where at any i'm moment, not into it yeah. i'm not into it Honest yeah i don't want to constantly like if i'm sitting there thinking are they a scroll the whole time i'm like mm-hmm. oh, just 
Honestly, I could not tell. So the whole scene with Martin Freeman and that dude at the beginning, by the end of the chase and everything, I had lost track of which one was it say? And he's a scroll. And he's a scroll. And he's a scroll. Yeah, totally. Um, I lost track of which one was Martin Freeman by the end of it because it was so dark. It was like, wait, is that the guy crawling on the ground or is that the person who got shot? I had no idea what happened in the show. I was and, able and- to follow it. I, I don't know. I'm was, I'm going to have to watch it at night when I can turn out all the lights and I can actually make out shit. <laughs> this the the whole <laughs> beginning scene, the guy's like, "Oh, I found all these scrolls." You're right. Like it was very obvious. Like who else is he going to be talking to in the first scene of this show about all the stuff he found? I, I was waiting for Martin Freeman to say, "Who else have you told about this?" Yes, like the classic line. And they even, but they even said something like, "Don't trust anybody." Right. Yeah. Anyone Which is another thing. Don't you remember, yeah. Nick Fury, when I told you on the way for your flight to Venice to not <laughs> um, trust anybody? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, okay. Something I, I may have misremembered, uh, but is in the show. They showed in the show, but I misremembered it was Nick Fury getting blipped. Yes. And in this one, he says, Something like, oh no. But he I swear to God, I remembered. Yeah, did he say motherfucker in the He doesn't say motherfucker. He he's he turns to dust before he can get the ucker out. Yeah, he's but, trying but, to say it. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. So, he's doing his so best. in the flashback, I don't know if Ryan, you got to this point. They show the no. flashback of that scene and he goes something like, Oh no. And that's <laughs> Oh fooey, I burnt the dark. I burned a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was like I was like, what? Like I was like, that's the one thing I remembered was like he almost he was he almost about said, to yeah. say motherfucker before he blew. And in this one he doesn't. And I'm like, like when Amanda Plummer that. says two different things in Pulp Fiction, even though it's supposed right. to be the same scene. Right, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's about yeah. your perception and memory, man. And like maybe you're in time you don't remember. <laughs> but, but I don't remember <laughs> shit from any of the storyline uh, be- prior to this. Except for one thing, and that one thing was changed. All you remember is the swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember because it, it was a swear. I don't remember them changing that. That's fucked up. Uh, well, then say it in this, in the flashback. Well, I think, saying. doesn't he say, oh no, as he gets out of the car? Like, is that what? Or was as, it, as his arm is going away, he says, oh, yeah, he like, says motherfucker. He says, like, oh no, or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, we got um, a brief glimpse of President Dermot, Dermot McDermott. The guy. Dilmit Mulrooney. This one. That's the Dil- one. Dylan McDermott. We got a brief view of him and Sam. And they made such a big deal in that scene of all the presidential portraits. Like, I thought for sure it was going to end with, like, a portrait of uh, a Tony Stark or, or somebody. Like, because it was like... Okay, let me ask you a question. I, this is something that I, I, I vaguely remember. I don't know how familiar you are with the Secret Wars. But was there a comic book cover where there was like, uh, uh, like Ronald Reagan as a scroll or something? Have we seen like a president as a scroll? No, we saw a president affiliate. Oh, in the comics. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't. So I'm wondering if the presidents that were shown, it's their way of saying like. These were the scroll. Like we're going to find out that scrolls have been presidents. 
Maybe it was very Everyone. strange. I, I don't know if it, it may, maybe ultimately it was just like check out this location. This is a very presidential location, but it was we only had one scene with Sam. With I'm sorry, with with Rhodey. We only had one scene with Rhodey and the president, and it was mm-hmm. just half portraits. So maybe it was well, funny in the opening credits. It says and Don Cheadle because it says like with Olivia Coleman and Don Cheadle. And I was like, oh, sweet. John, Don Cheadle's in this. I'm like, oh, wait, no, he's already in Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> you I thought he would have forgot Don Cheadle <laughs> was already in Marvel. But the way he um, was, the way that he was shot where he was like from behind and then he walks away and like casually looks over his shoulder. It's like, was that really Don Cheadle or did they just like CGI? Like it was so, it could have potentially been anyone except for when he like briefly turns back and looks over his shoulder. Could have been like faked. a quarter of the way. <laughs> like, that's what you do when you're trying to hide somebody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that we uh, I eventually gleaned from this episode that probably we would have known, I guess, if we had done our Marvel homework, is that the main leader of the scroll, I don't know, resistance or bad guys, because they're, they're all Gravik? refugees. Gravik or whatever? Gravik. Yeah, Gravik. Uh, his, his dad is Talos, and... Talos's other kid is Gaia. So it's all a whole family situation. And Gaia is Emilia Clark. I, I think I think she's the main she's graphic. I think she's a scroll. Oh, oh I know. Oh. I, she's a scroll. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just... She's a scroll. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but I think she's secretly the leader of all this. Okay, so the guy do you think that is interesting? Do you think that when we see the dude, like the human looking dude at the end of um, the bombing sequence where he's yeah. like looking at Nick Fury and being like, Hey, I'm, I'm setting up bombs anyway, jerk. Do you think that's the same individual that met with Talos and like tried to clue him in onto the bomb thing? Or do you think that there's still two of them? You know what I mean? Because in in the scroll rose, we do know. see it could be anything, right? We see both of them. We see her looking at him, so we know that there's two of them. Then, but I was writing out in here that I don't know because Gaia goes to Talos and tells him, "Okay, there's going to be three bombs," uh, and like she sprays infrared on the backpack and all that. But it turns out that either she was trying to misdirect him because they follow the wrong backpacks the whole time, or the bombs were never in those her. backpacks, right? So I don't know if they were empty the whole time. So was she lying or was, did Gravik get the drop on her? You know what I mean? I think she was lying. I think she's the leader of all this. And I think the dude that blew the stuff up is like uh, sort of like doing his own cause. Maybe not so much like these guys. I don't know. I have no idea, dude. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I feel like he's maybe like a traitor within her ranks. I, I seriously think that she's like the leader of this. Case. She's like the leader. They they did like they're, they're, they're about, setting it up for twists and turns. They certainly right? are. They like oh my gosh, she's his she's his daughter. What? And it's like mm-hmm. I kind of was like as soon as that scene started, I'm like oh she's his daughter. They and uh, they did. Um, I, I will give props to the the Texas switch well represented in this week's episode where they did at least three Texas switches, which is where you have one actor duck behind something and another actor come out. And it's like, Whoa, amazing. Yeah. How, the, the, how as, as 
my favorite version of the Texas Witch. There's two that I really like. One, you only live twice, where uh, a stuntman jumps down off of a, a thing, rolls off of the boxes, and Sean Connery pops up from around the, <laughs> around the back. But then also the classic, the classic Frank Drebin entering say, like, his his apartment that was open, where it, it's the gymnast doing all the flips and then he jumps <laughs> behind the bed, and Frank Drebin comes up. It's so good. <laughs> classic that's so, the thing that kind of made that more exciting i don't know i guess it was fine i kind of like that scene it was cool because that was a um uh a very the dynamic scene that had good motion uh you know it's, but i uh, i think what worked great about it was that we're we're with nick fury trying to track the little girl into the lady into the guy yes and and like like it's a shell game yes but they intercut Maria, Maria Hill, Maria Hill, yeah, yes. Um, uh, following somebody else, so it's like stop cutting away. I'm trying to keep my eyes on the same person that Nick Fury is following, uh, and so yeah. that kind of added to the tension. Is when you're when you're when you're in the mindset of trying to follow a single person in a crowd, and they cut away. It's like I thought that was I thought that was cool. I, yeah, I, I you like can't. That. You, you can't do the shell game if you look. You can't follow the shell game if you look away. You're making right. me look away. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they actually ended up doing four explosions. And you know, G- Gaia said there would be three. So even that made me think that it's not true. Know, there's something to miss. Yeah. And then Maria Hill, who we've known for many of these films, she's since Avengers been, one. Yeah, she's been at with least? us since the, at least. Yeah, and she gets shot in the back. I don't think we even see who shoots her. Presumably yeah, a scroll. We- well, the, it's the dude. We see, I think okay, it's the I guy. The guy who does the bomb yeah. made himself to look like Nick Fury, shot oh. her in the stomach, and then like it was like another switch where like a person passed in front of Nick Fury or something, uh-huh. and it went uh, back no. to that dude. Oh, and that's why and, she says uh, it was you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so long, Maria Hill. Thank you for sh- appearing right. on Secret Invasion. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. I mean, like, like if she said no, she would still survive. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, but it I is funny know. that at the end it said special appearance by Colby Smulders and special appearance by Martin Freeman. The two people yeah. that like die in this episode. Right. But I don't know if that was really Martin Freeman. I'm assuming not. I don't think so. You don't know if it was really the character he played. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Agent uh, Ross, I think. Agent (laughs) Agent Pagos. Yeah, is he Agent Ross? So is he related to Thunderbolt? That's a great question. I don't feel like we need to throw a lot lot of, like, we could use a lot of different last names. Yeah. Like, we meet, like, Vanessa Stark and just assume that she's not related to Tony Stark? Right. That I don't know. But yeah, that he showed up. I mean, just he's an he's an American. He's an American like like military dude. So I could see him being right. related to actually. To I guess Thunderbolt Ross and Martin Freeman could be back on the show as the as his actual character. Yeah, because isn't yeah. he always hanging out in Wakanda? Yeah, that's where we we saw yes. him before. Yeah, yeah. Although so... I think he pops up in one other movie, but I don't remember. And the cloak and dagger of this, like I, I could, I would be down with a show with like spycraft. I love that shit. Like I'll watch a, 
I've watched people making dead drops and you know using codes or whatever but uh <laughs> the the thing that um threw me off on this one is they have their original intel is that the scrolls are going to do a dirty bomb which i don't right. think the bombs they used were it didn't seem like that was particular i mean i guess we'll find out later if there was radiation or whatever but they tail this person who buys the it was Amelia Clark who buys the dirty bombs from another scroll. Like they, right. they they had scrolls on both sides of the transaction and it's just because they have to pretend that it's terrorism. Like why why were they both scrolls? <laughs> Maybe and that's it. the reason why I think that dude who who ignited the bombs might be a part of a different sort of a like a splinter, like a, some sort of a, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's I don't know. the The whole thing that Prescott shows us in the beginning is that there's been increased terrorist activity, and um, the guy that the that Ross meets with at the big uh, that the scroll Ross is. Have we seen him before? I don't think so. I just know his name okay. from the okay. subtitles. Got but it. See, yeah, that's the, yeah. I don't. He didn't look familiar to me. I don't. I don't read the, read the subtitles, so I didn't. Yeah, know that was that guy's name. Like again, so, like like calling Amy Wendy Penelope, right? And I'm just gonna call Olivia Coleman Pam Bachelor. Like it's not. <laughs> it's not gonna not be Pam Bachelor until they until they like make it clear what her name is. I um, yeah, good call. Although she did her so much, by the way, she's so great. She's, she's great. so great, and she's gone on to huge, huge success. She's got From... an Academy Award. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some she... I just within the past week I saw somebody had stitched together all of her awards speeches, and like she swears in seventy five percent of them, and is just seems really cool and not. She seems like Pam Bachelor. She does not seem like oh, the Queen. Good for her. It's like, oh my yeah, gosh, she's awesome. it. Look around you when she's talking to the to the guy about creating the one time use records, and oh. he's he's like, this this record will be erased. This record <laughs> will be erased, and you throw it away. Um, there's a part <laughs> where he says he, you see where he's where he's won awards. He's the French kissing. <laughs> yeah, he won an award for French kissing, and then after the interview's done. She just goes in and starts kissing him. That season is great. Yes. Season yeah, two of Look Around You, although completely different format. 100%. And, and maybe people will think of it as a lesser format. I don't know. It's. I think it's just as great. Oh, it I think up. it's I think it's it's more solid. Yeah, if anything, there's... there's yeah, because, because, because... Please. Because there's more. Because there's more to hang your hat on. Because it, it's like... It's got more content. Yeah, you never more performances. Yeah, and they're like the joke and look around you is always the same. This is going to be an educational film, but it's going to be nonsensical. Like it's always the same thing. I feel like yeah, which is great. It's a terrific show, but I feel like they go to more places. There's no synthesizer Patel in season one. That's right. Right. And (laughs) Cobbles. Also, only, also, the only I think the only downside to season two is, is if I had any complaint, it's the weird CG vault door that opens when their guests arrive. Oh, they hate it yeah. too. Like in the commentary, they say that they that did not turn out how they wanted it to. Yeah, it's really they're strange. stuck with it. 
And the ghost of Tchaikovsky's odd, but it's still funny. Oh, yeah. The, and the, the audio cuts out in the last episode, like for a couple minutes, and there's like no reference to it or explanation. I think there's a Chiron on the bottom of the screen, but there's just a portion of the last episode that does not have audio. Oh, the live, because it's the live yes. final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, I still saw on TikTok someone had done a super cut of all of her lines from Hot Fuzz, where she's just oh. the, the body. Uh, oh, that's what she said. Kind of character. The innuendo. The yeah. yeah. So uh, she uh. she actually gives us a bit that is clear. Well, from my perspective, it seems like a clear setup for something that's going to pay off later. Is that when you quit the spy game in MI6, you put a, a clock up on the wall. Apparently, they're in the Moscow office, uh, and that's why there's all the clocks. <laughs> yeah. So presumably, one would think at some point, if Fury gets the better of her, the scrolls or whatever, that we're going to see her hanging her own clock to yeah. end out that character. And I think that's what's tough with episode ones you'd mentioned earlier that you didn't care for the episode is that you got to set it all up. And that's, you know, that's just kind of the nature of things. So that it's is true. Not, probably is entertaining. I'm sure once we get into the characters and stuff. Yeah. Um, it'll become more intriguing because like Falcon and Winter Soldier, I thought was really good. was a really good show. It was a good it's idea. the Astro City of of shows or of Marvel, Marvel, shows. Marvel show for me because like for last it 10 was minutes. going so great and it had a real nice, delicate uh, social commentary like, like sprinkled Running through in the there. whole series, yeah. And at the end, it's like, oh, well, here, we'll just say this. For, the, for those of you who missed it, it for the people that yeah. really needed it. Yeah. So, so I mean, uh, I, I feel like this show hopefully will have that kind of level of like interesting intrigue and stuff. I think one of the problems is, is that every single scene and it's kind of built into the show. You're just thinking, is this person a scroll? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. And so, and when you don't, when you don't believe anybody, like, am I supposed to believe Amelia Clark? Right. Am I, does she really feel bad about her mom's death? Because I think she's the leader of this group, and the dad is saying the leader of this group had his, had the mom killed. I guess so am that's I supposed to be on her side. It, it's so tough. I guess that's it part of reminds it too, me of. No, please, Ben. No, I guess that's part of it. I want to like, know. Yeah, I kind of want to know the rules. I want to know the scroll rules. I want to know, like, because when Martin Freeman turned out to be a scroll and got shot, I'm like, yeah. do they take over one person and that's it? Is that guy always just Ben Mendelsohn? But in this, you're shown they could just turn into other people whenever. Yes, yes. we see that when he's... So it's not like... So if Maria Hill gets shot, like, the stakes aren't that great because I'm like, she could be somebody else. Or yeah. she well, no, could I come think... back as... When you die, yeah. when they get shot, they turn back into a scroll. Like you'll know that they were a scroll when they yeah. die, right? So there's always that right. element. Um, which and we're could... sure she's dead. Not wearing a no. bulletproof scroll vest. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. She got shot in the stomach. I I swear and there was I blood behind. That's where all your guts are. It's very important. Your spine too. Uh, the... But you should put up a bulletproof vest where your guts are. Yes, that's you don't the, die that would be the go best away. place. So we see in the scroll compound in New Scroll Rose, um, 
what they do there is take on one person's identity and that they take, they take that person out of the world. They copy their face, right. they copy their mind. And that way you're, when you're walking around being this person, there's no really anyone to suspect you because you know, you're not double. I think they do have the power to take on whatever appearance, which is what well, we saw main, that dude. Well, we yeah. saw that dude doing with all the Texas switches. So I also, I noted that they, they stay, they stay in um, persona even in the compound and my notes I have a typo here I said that they, they stay human to stay in charcuterie um, which I think I meant to say they stay in character <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, my thing was my thing was like we'll put a line in that explains why we don't want to put makeup on so many people it, well, you, <laughs> there's yeah. got to be an element of that yeah yeah um, scrolls look like the comic versions. Yes. Yeah, they That's do. That's nice. But in a very, like, this is how it would look with, you know, in the, in a 3d world with regular lighting kind of way. Yeah. yeah. That dude with the beard got shot and turned into a scroll, but his beard went away. So the beard is Which part I... of his scrollness, I guess. Yeah. And he was the one that I was telling you that, that he was he sold the dirty bomb stuff to to Amelia Clark. Like, turned out he was a scroll the whole time. I still can't wrap yeah. my head around that. I'm trying to decide what what the point of that is. Right. I guess it, you know it has to do with their their camouflage and the fact that they want it to appear that a human sold a dirty bomb to a human, and humans pulled off a terrorist attack. They just don't want people to know that scrolls are involved. But at this point, once Nick Fury knows, he's supposed to be, you know, he's not off the grid. He's he's the he's the establishment. He's not. Yeah, this makes rogue. sense. That there's theatrics on showing that humans would sell human thirty bombs. Because like at like, this just point, just go plant the bombs. Because clearly they were able to plant the bombs without anybody knowing. They thought they were in the backpacks, and they were just already. So done. why even do any of this stuff? Just go plant the bombs to get Fury's attention. To to because he definitely was looking right at him when he blew up the bombs. So, uh, is there going to be an element that people won't that that the government won't believe Fury when he says scrolls are doing this? That's gonna that it has is to this, be that. Is this a is this a, a a prequels thing where the Emperor creates a war? Oh, uh -huh. to gain more power is Dermot Mulroney a scroll and is having this stuff done sort of to keep eyes off of him. Well, yeah, because what would be a perfect way for the president to grab more power is if these ever increasing terrorist attacks, something happens on our soil or, or even yeah. it doesn't even have to, he could just be like, look, I have to keep us safe from all this stuff. I've asked the Senate to grant me emergency powers and yeah. Senate Senator Jar Jar has a, uh, is here to make sure it happens. Is Rhodey Jar Jar? No. No. How Rhodey's... dare you? No. 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 You. <laughs> Rhodey's more like Anakin, I guess. Yeah, you guys are right. The prequels are pretty great. <laughs> False. I'm telling you, dude, the more I watch it, the more I like them. I, Mace, Windu, I... Mace Windu is the bad guy. 100% is the main yeah. villain, is the Phantom I... Menace. I get it. I like totally get like what's being planted and overtime and all that shit. 
I'll forget how bad they are and like remember like some of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's not that bad. And then I'll get like 30 minutes into it and can't take it. I can't <laughs> take those movies. Especially like Phantom scene? Menace. Did you like the scene in Secret Evasion? Uh, did you get to the scene in Secret Evasion where you did? Where Mace Windu and uh, and Krennic hugs? That was great. I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get to that part. The immediate you didn't see you didn't see Krennic and Mace Windu get to. I don't. I didn't see out? anything. I couldn't see jack shit on my TV. It was awful. <laughs> you might want to adjust your 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 settings because I really it's... I had no problem. It's like a handful of shows. It was why the why the last man. It was this. I'm trying to. There was like a couple more. It's, but there's shows where if you go on Twitter, people are like, "Why are these shows so dark?" Maybe your eyes are trying to protect you. Like maybe don't bother watching this. Don't. But I like. We'll, I, we'll I, save I mean, you. Yeah, you I mean, like with the exception, why the last man. With, uh, <laughs> with the exception of Eternals, I don't think there's any Marvel thing that I didn't get some joy out of. Like, oh, even is, the is there any Eternal stuff in this? I haven't seen Eternals. I haven't seen Eternals, so I don't know. Don't see Eternals. Actually, see Eternals so you can see how bad Eternals is and how good it could have been. But it's I long, just, right? It's super long. This is, I, I think I was telling Ben about this a while ago. <laughs> you take back. that one, James. That's for you, James. <laughs> what I forgot. What did I say? Was it good? It's super long. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's super long, but, um, so essentially Eternals is Muppets take Manhattan. Got it. Okay. I'm sold. But Kermit is evil. Okay. And so like whatever, Muppets most wanted. Got it. But it's nonlinear. So like Pulp Fiction, which we discussed you... earlier, great movie. No. Well, I mean, Pulp Fiction is a great movie, but it's like <laughs> you lose, well, Muppets Take Manhattan is linear. They're all together, but the, their shit doesn't go well. So then they all split up and they all have their own mm-hmm. adventures and they Ooh, all like get their moment, but then brothers. they all come together at the end. But Kermit has amnesia and then they resolve everything at the end, right? Ooh, amnesia so is now- like Fast Six. <laughs> yes. That's my favorite of them. Um, but then you mix them all up. So any sort of a momentum of being together and then being broken apart and then coming back together again. It loses all momentum. And then imagine if they only gave Rolf a backstory. And then as it proceeded, they just kind of gave up when they're trying to like get the band back together. Like one of the things they totally, they totally didn't even find one of their members. They were like, okay, let's get on the ship. Let's find the ship. And they go in and she's just sitting there like, Oh, I was reading books until you guys came back. Like they didn't even give her a backstory. (laughs) Like oh, everybody else went off to, well, um, Kumail becomes a Bollywood star and he gets, and there's funny shit that happens and he has a ballet and extra characters. But as they go on, they just like, the backstories get weaker and weaker. And it's like, oh, the tough guy cooks, bakes cakes now. Like that was his thing. <laughs> oh boy. And lives so- in Australia with Angelina Jolie. Not much impact it's on our current. It's so bad. It's so bad. You should see it because of how bad it is. And it starts with text. A long crawl of a story that seemed much more interesting than the story that was presented. It's like, well, I wanted to see what the movie <laughs> yeah, about the crawl. Rough. It was bad. It was super, super bad. It was uncomfortably bad. I'm going to watch it. But it's the only it's thing in Marvel that I've seen that I really haven't liked. Or couldn't find something positive about. 
I watched an episode of Car 54 today that I'm going to like recommend to everybody. Ooh. What happened? It's so good. Ooh. Was there a hold it's up so in the Bronx? Good. Did Brooklyn break out in fights? Did Fred, yeah. Was there a traffic yeah. jam in Harlem? This, yeah, it backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short of child. Chris <laughs> Jeff's doing Idlewild? Yeah. <laughs> um, Charlotte Ray was in it. Charlotte? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, she, is she somebody's wife? She's a bank teller. Bank teller. Okay. I'm thinking of somebody else. But it was so good. Um, and, and in the episode, what funny enough was say, like, Gunther Tootie was going to go undercover to track down a bank robber that he knew from high school. They, they found that they know this guy's name, but they can't recognize his face. And one of his disguises that he wanted to come up with was have a scar across his eye with an eye patch. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. No, just like in the thing that you're watching. Just like, yeah. yeah. I hope this gets to a point where there's a multiverse. And we get... Are you being serious? R54? No, 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 no. Uh, the the scroll show, the the, uh. the Nick Fury show. But we get to a we get to a point in the multiverse where we see David Hasselhoff's Nick Fury. That would oh. that would be well worth it, and he's already shown up in a Marvel property, so right. it's not impossible. Wait, what? Yeah. What Marvel property did he show up in? Guardians, Guardians too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Zardu Hasselfrau. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't have much more to say about the episode. I, I mean, I was, I was a little underwhelmed, but I'm kind of interested in where it's going. Uh, I yeah. was telling Stevie last night, I'm like, Oh, Olivia Coleman's in this. Um, and I got like kind of mad because I feel like anytime someone cool that I like is in Marvel, they're like horribly underused, like Martin Freeman, um, or Tyne Daly, like Chris O'Dowd. What? Tyne Daly. She was in Spider-Man Homecoming for like 10 seconds. Oh, that is criminal. Like Gary Shandling. Oh, yeah. Oh, but that was great. And he, I he think his death, yeah. He, yeah, he, he, his death probably got in the way for, of him appearing in more stuff. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying as far as char- like great characters go, like mm-hmm. it sucks. Like Sam Rockwell. Like there's so many like cool people in these things. And it's like. I kind of feel like the boring ones are the heroes. But Sam Rockwell is really an Iron Man, though. He's an Iron Man, too. Like He is he's, in that. Yeah. He, that. He is in it. Yeah. I would like to so see... I'm hoping Olivia Coleman is, like, yeah. in this. I hope so. I would like to see... I really like her. I, I don't understand. So so far, to just to have, like, one scene with the president and Rhodey, I hope that they have more to do also. I feel like they're in this for a reason. I think it's a setup that, hey, look, here is a president, and I think the setup is kind of, kind of, um, sort of foreshadowing poorly yeah. that he's a scroll. But I mean, the, o- the only reason why I wouldn't think that is that was essentially the thing in Iron Man three is that the vice president is evil and aligned with AIM, right, and the Mandarin. Like we've already seen the executive office compromised. I mean, that doesn't mean they can't do it again. And that would be just like that. But I would hope that they would not pull the same trick again. It just, but it's, it's, it seems like it's the inevitable place to go is how far is that scene in there? Not only so much. 100% get it, it, but maybe that's, maybe that's going to be the twist is you think he's a scroll, but he's not a scroll. Or maybe they just got lazy and reused a plot point. I don't know. He's not a scroll. He's Hydra. <gasps> Double oh, twist. Shit. Hydra is scrolls. Ooh. 
But well, yeah, it's, I, tough I, I, it's tough to say when your opening scene is so full of cliches mm-hmm. uh, with Martin Freeman and being like, you know, being the guy, being a guy, you don't tell all of the things you found out to one guy, one guy in a, um, in a blank room. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're not getting set up for good twists and turns. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping they're would, setting it up to where we where we get comfortable with thinking we understand what's going on, yeah. and then like sort of pull the wool over our eyes and be like, "Nope, it was this the whole time." But I don't know the way the way Falcon and Winter Soldier ended. I was like, "You guys almost had an adult show. You you right. didn't have to cater to to dum dums." And I, I really hope that this just doesn't cater to dum dums. Well, I hope so too. All right. Well, I'm optimistic. It took yeah. me a couple episodes to get into She-Hulk because they had to do the same thing. They had to explain everything that happened, and then once they set it up, it took off, and I really liked it. So I'm hoping I the same really thing like. Yeah, I really like She-Hulk. I love She-Hulk. I, I love Miss Marvel or Miss Marvel or whatever. Miss Marvel was good. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of uneven, but overall, I thought it was really good. Like it, mm-hmm. it felt like it could have been a little tighter. Like they could have dropped an episode and and made things a little bit more clean it up a bit tight. but aside from that it was it was good i liked it yeah, yeah. i'm looking forward to it i i will say that I, i'm sad to see maria hill go because uh i just i think kobe smulders is great and it, it was a it was a cool character um so it's too bad that that she won't be with us but you know they've got some other people uh you know we've got already olivia coleman so might be some good stuff anyway but uh yeah i'm looking forward to it i i hope that I yeah. I I did not like this particular episode that much, but it doesn't mean that I don't think the show will turn out to be okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean the show will turn out okay. It do- okay, I just want—I thought there was a double negative there, and it probably, there's probably like three <laughs> negatives in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's—it feels like we're we're winding down. It feels like yes. we're 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 mm-hmm. we've exhausted everything. So how do we end this? So it was see you around the clubs for get back. It was oh, it was what why? was it for us? It was <laughs> why? why because the last because man. we last man, and then so what is speak for yourself, what, everyone? Yeah. So what would what what stands out about this episode? I said, I, I got it. I got one. We we'll just be like, oh, let's hear it. Let's All right, guys, it. motherfucker. <laughs> I was going to say, I've had it with these motherfucking secrets and this motherfucking invasion. There you uh, go. I, I'm, I, I guess I'm the tiebreaker. I have to, I sadly have to go with Ralph. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I just, uh... it's too much for me to remember though. <laughs> you just <laughs> remember the one line or... that everybody remembers from that movie and then swap it. it out for the word secret invasion. <laughs> it's so, I have faith in you. I think you can uh, handle it. It's not math. You could do this. I feel. I feel like you could. I think our announcement. Well our announcement for this season. I, I did the TV edit. Have you heard that TV edit before? Uh, yes, oh, I've had it with these snakes. monkey fighting snakes on, on this, this Monday, Monday through Friday plane. <laughs> Which kind of works? It's a it's a business class. It's a commuter plane. It's Monday through Friday. <laughs> yeah, do but you... it's uh, the monkey fighting snakes. That part, no, no. Do we? still have access to the television edit the commercial television edit of pulp fiction that aired on ktl imagine me throwing away that tape right but i have no idea where it would be that should be digitized because i don't know if that exists anywhere because that movie is cut the fuck up mm-hmm. like they but cut it was out cool because the... the bad motherfucker wallet is just cropped so it says bad mother 
<laughs> but they cut out the whole scene on the way to the apartment where they're talking about Mia Wallace and uh, Tony massages. Rocky Horror and all that. Yeah, the foot massage, that's just cut out because there's no way you could substitute words in for that conversation to have it make sense yeah. still. <laughs> yeah, that movie right. was great. Ryan's was right about everything you talked about, all the great <laughs> movies. Yeah, I'm good about stuff. All right, so, so you let's... Fast so, six, but... Yeah, I remember that. He was talking about the amnesia in Fast it. Six. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so... Now that we have our line settled, let's let's hear it. Let's let's do it. I've had him with these motherfucking invasions. No, I can't say it's too much, too wordy. <laughs> ben, you want to do it? Sure. I have had it with these motherfucking secrets on this motherfucking invasion. Like that, sort of. Yeah, and then Tiki Ooh. Wonder Hour. You said you yeah, said all the Wonder words Hour. That you were supposed to say. Close it. All right. Just yeah, get it. some calls from Dre. Yes. I was going to ask if we had do we have the line? No. No. I don't even or, think that or, service or exists. Is, or is that I was going to say is that service still exist? Yeah, but no, it doesn't. There's so. no like no. service around. But hey, there. if anybody wants to send like uh we all have microphones, just send a voicemail like a audio message like email it to darmalars@gmail.com and if shit, if there's a Dharma line after this episode, great. That'd well, awesome. I mean uh-huh. I, I mean, for episode two. because, yeah, because it would have to. It would have to be the next episode. Yeah, people have to hear the. It's like there's no letters columns in an in issue one of a comic, right? That's Which like always the... bugs me when there's a award ceremony and it's the first annual. You can't call Not... it the first annual if it's the first. It isn't annual yet. It's the inaugural. Yeah. It's the inaugural. Yeah. It's like the, okay, the so call... we so we did we did more show than we said we were going to do. We already said the line, but then we had to do the Dharma line thing at the end. So, okay. So now we're going to do it for real, Ben. Okay. Oh, I have faith in you to do it. You did I it. Have but had you did it, it one time. Motherfucking secrets on this motherfucking invasion. <laughs> Tiki wonder hour. What's up, guys? This is Dre calling out of L.A. Ah, slowly coming back to the world. I uh, have been away for a little bit because taxes are back. Yeah, I wait till the last minute do all that crap. So I was off blowing all my money. Uh, if you hear anything in the background, I'm at my job, so whatever. I haven't looked at the episode yet tonight. After, uh, the last one I seen was, you know, last week was a busy day, hanging out of the tree and, oh boy, catching one in the neck. You know. Oh, man, I kind of wish that was really going on, but then again, you know, I don't want all the main little characters to fall off and die. Even though, like, in true Stephen King form, they might, everybody might fall off. But, um, yeah. So, you know, uh, I guess that's it. Uh, look at the episode and, uh, if you guys back and let you know what's up.
Um, as far as uh, oh, the main reason why I was calling because uh, I was trying to find a weed and I couldn't find one. I scoured every bit of LA and could not find that crap. So I guess I'm gonna have to go out more towards my girl way. Uh, I want to make a me so bad, but uh, I guess I got a PS3. I know I'm rambling here, so I got a PS3 joint and bought a monitor. I, I ditched my monitor from like 98 <laughs> to step into the flat screen joint. So I guess it looks nice, nice for my flat screen uh, HD joint that I got in the other and look at loss on, so that's that. So, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. If you guys look at the, uh, 4400, maybe, like, when that comes back on in the summer, you guys can, you know, do a podcast if it won't be no lawsuits. And since it's going to be, like, a forever and a day in between thing, so I could cover that show, so... It's not heroes, but you know, it's sort of kind of like it, even though I was out before it. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, I guess that's it. I'll call you guys when I got to look at the episode tonight. Later. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Dre calling out of L.A. I just watched the episode. One. Who would have thought? They said they, that they found a flight and people died and all this other crap. I was right. <laughs> I was right. They faked the crash. I knew it. I knew it. Now, I'm just waiting on a couple of more things to, to prove they're robots or something because they never blink and shit and, you know, the regular stuff. Anyway, but did you see how Jen kicked that, the dudes or the one-eyed Willie's ass? That was kind of tight. He bust out with his hip-hop keto or whatever the hell that was. But Jen bust his ass. It's a damn shame. <laughs> he always seems to get uh, his ass whooped for him being all so nonchalant and shit. But I did like how he was fucking with Charlie, though. That was crazy. Uh, so. <sighs> the episode was good. I liked it. I was kind of tight, so. That's all I got. Um. Uh... Uh, I guess that's, yeah. Yeah, I guess that is it. Hoobity-boo, I'm out. The sun is hot.